We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guys, Greg Syrick's joining us here. Uh, Syrick, excuse me, here in studio. He is uh, 26 years old. Uh, grew up in the cozy corner of Connecticut, Woodstock. And uh, a couple of years ago, Greg, you can tell your story. Uh, things were not feeling good for you, and it led you into uh, the hospital. Great to see you. You look great now. What happened a couple of years ago? Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate you having me on air. Um, uh, April 2015, a little over two years ago, um, I was diagnosed with uh, acute myeloid leukemia. Uh, probably for about two months prior to that, uh, some kind of uh, onset symptoms of some leg pain uh, and some fatigue, which uh, boiled into... About a week prior to uh, being diagnosed, came down with pneumonia, and uh, just just really was not feeling great. Uh, it led me to going to the doctors, and uh, after getting some blood tests done, um, you know, I came back about 45 minutes later. Uh, my mom, or we got the phone call. Uh, my mom picked up, and I just saw this sense of panic on her face. I wasn't panicked. I didn't really know what was going on. But uh, she worked in blood for most of her life uh, in diagnostics, and I could tell that she knew what was going on. And this is a uh, family disease, right? Yes, it is. And uh, when she was on the phone with the doctors and mentioned the fact that uh, my dad had cancer, that's when it really started to hit me. And, uh, you know, it's a genetic uh, component that uh, really no one really knew for the longest time. Back when I was younger, there was no reason for the doctors to think that you know, this is something to monitor, this is something to uh, look out for. Um, probably the last 10 years or so, this is something that's been uh, more and more uh, at the forefront of this, and um, it's something that uh, you know, that they are just recently finding out. So it's something... And your, yeah. dad, your dad passed from this? And how old were you when this happened? Um, I was just one when this happened. So this is back in 1992. Uh, he had MDS, uh, mild dysplastic syndrome, for a few years. Uh, it blew up very rapidly into uh, AML, and uh, he was uh, forced to have a bone marrow transplant at the time. Um, you know, back then, the prognosis for going through that was not nearly as... Uh, hopeful as it is now. Well, I was going to say this, is, but it's, you're sort of an example of how much things can change over what 25 years. Absolutely, take, yeah, 20, 20 plus years. Absolutely, you know, no one wants to have to see uh, how this progresses or the you know, from one time period to another. But my mom can really see and and kind of um, highlight how that has happened when she had seen my dad go through it all, and then 20 what six years later, 20, 25 years later, um, I go through it and uh, have an absolutely successful and. Um, great story coming out of it. It shows how important. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. How'd you end up at Dana-Farber? Uh, so, is that your first thought? I got to get there? I, yes, exactly. So once I go through my induction round, um, while we're there, it's probably two days after the diagnosis. My mom's thinking after we get the AML diagnosis and after we find out that it's a genetic piece and that we need the bone marrow to, to cure it, um, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. You want to be... Um, at the forefront where the best people are, and that is absolutely where. Um, 
um, thought, you know, who can I get in contact with over there? And looked up to see if the, the doctor that my dad had when he was at the oh, yeah. Farber uh, 25 years ago uh, was still there. And he is. So uh, she just went on a long shot, shot him an email late that night. And about five, six hours later that next morning, instantly got an email back, a response saying, yes, we'd love to have him come. You had the same oncologist as your dad? The same oncologist. What's his name? Uh, Dr. Joseph Anton. Wow. He's the uh, head of the um, the stem cell transplant unit at the Farber and kind of built that up. How are you feeling today? How's, how are how you doing today? Fantastic. So I've been back in the city. Um, I work and live in the city. I've mm-hmm. uh, been back for about a year now. Uh, and feel great. Feel as strong as ever. Uh, you know, things going to honestly turn out any better. Oh, fantastic. Great. Well, Greg, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, that's great. Thanks for telling your story. And thanks, uh, we're Greg. glad you're doing well. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you it. very much.